Let's get started. I'm Joe. I'm Brian, and we are Where's the Rulebook Podcast. We're going to bring you a weekly board game podcast for your lunch break, daily commute, or any other time of the day. For season two, we are changing the format. Instead of focusing on one game and going over the rules to play it, we will have a theme or specific game. We'll discuss our opinions, any cool features, some rulings, and any other thoughts that may come up. And because of popular demand throughout last season, we're going to start ranking the games that we talk about. But we have created a custom scale. We didn't want to do a 1 to 10 or anything. So we have our highest being leave it on the table to the lowest being a hard pass. But we'll go over all five options uh, every week we talk about them. For today's episode, we're going to talk about Dice Throne from Roxley Games. Dice Throne is a dice rolling battle game where you choose a fighter or a hero and you are either fighting your opponent one-to-one there's options for team-based play there's options for like a king of the hill type of style also an option just to all versus all and unlike many games there isn't any lore behind why we are playing as a gunslinger or a monk or anything like that it just is a handful of characters there's actually 12 characters out not counting the marvel sets i think there's another six in the marvel and we'll get straight to, I think, the both the first thing that kind of caught both of us off guard. On Dice Throne's website, uh, kind of mentions, it's, it's often described to new players as Yahtzee meets Magic the Gathering, which we both have thoughts on. Um, unlike last week's game, which Azul was nothing like Yahtzee, uh, conveniently enough, this week's game is very similar to Yahtzee in in more ways than Azul ever was, at least. If if you've played Yahtzee, you'd be very good at this. <laughs> you you would understand 90%. the basic strategy, not even strategy, the basic concepts. There's small straights, there's large straights. The unlike Yahtzee, I mean, they have numbers on the dice, but generally the dice also have the icons, and that's what you're looking at more for what attack and stuff you might be doing, but. But it's still similar in the sense that maybe you're not getting a full house, which would be three numbers and two numbers. Yeah, it's three symbols and two symbols. It'd be three symbols and two symbols. Yeah. So the concepts are the same. Yeah, you get the same number of rolls, three attempts to get your final whatever you're choosing. You can change dice out in between rolls. You're like, oh, I got two fireballs and I want three. I'll roll the other three to try to get it. Yeah. And if you get three of something else, you might take the fireballs in the last roll and try to get, you know, roll it. But the part that caught us both was it's like Magic the Gathering. We both come from Magic the Gathering as a background and kind of where a lot of our gaming kind of started. I struggle to find a way this is like Magic the Gathering. It's not. (laughs) It's a deck, I guess, but a deck of, I think, only 50 cards and not 60 you can't build decks. You have to use a deck that's for the player. There's no drafting. There's no drafting. There's no boosters, which no I enjoy. Don't get me wrong. I hate boosters, so I do no like singles. that. There's yeah. There's no resource other than combat power, Yeah. which a lot of them don't even cost power. Yeah, there's free stuff, but it is. There's, I mean, there's cards that have magic on them. I I struggle to make the comparison. I think I, they did it mostly for the namesake. Yeah, of Yahtzee like, and Magic, people know no those bowl. games. It'd be hard for to describe to a new player that this is like, you know, Machi Koro or 
I related it to Blood Rage. To Blood Rages or even, I mean, there's there's a lot of games that you upgrade. Any engine builder, really, that you upgrade your player board. It's kind of, in a way, like a city builder. Yeah. If you think of your player, your hero, as a city, because you have, on every player board, eight spots. Some, nine, including the ultimate. Oh, yep, nine, including the ultimate, which you don't really interact with. It's just kind yeah. of a bonus. And some of these you don't interact with, and some are just reactive, and some yep. are always running. And there's a, usually a defense one, some that are, yeah, always running, kind of The point is, each, passive. you have eight of options when you're playing, and that's what makes this very different <laughs> from Magic, is because this... The cards in your deck too, they're not like play this and get stronger. No. Well they can they are be, play this and get stronger, but they're, like but they're also re-roll they're not or, adding new fighters, they're not no. enchantments, they're not spells, they're not there are some instants, I guess. It's a but, stretch. Yeah. I do see how in their game format they could relate it to because it does have a quote upkeep or what they call an income phase. Yeah. But, but if you if you're only using that it has an upkeep, like is it really like magic? One and two. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a stretch. Yeah. it's. It, I mean, you can relate a lot of things to anything. I think Azula is like Yahtzee. So. And we proved you wrong last week, but this week I agree with you. It's not like magic. <laughs> you. But let's talk about it. But first, I think I didn't even tell you that I was going to do this part. I probably just need to apologize. I mean, I bought this game in 2018. I played it once without you. I did not have fun. I know. You told me. You wanted to play it one of the first times you came over. You saw it on my shelf, and I was like, mm, no, that game is that game is trash. <laughs> We're not playing it. I don't know why it's on my shelf still. I like practically should have just thrown it away. That's how much I like, didn't like it then. And then I keep seeing it popping up. It's on Kickstarter. It's on you know people's Facebook feeds and stuff. And every bookstore. Every store has it. I'm just like, how are this game still on the shelf? It's so bad. And I see that there's like, you know, season twos and Marvel and all this stuff coming out. I'm just like, I don't get it. I guess I need to play it again. And so after I mean, we've been friends for what? Five? Five years. So after five years almost, we finally played it again. On a whim. On a whim because we were just, you know, waiting for something else to happen. And oh boy, it I was so wrong. It was a blast. You it was to me. so much fun. <laughs> I like it was so long ago like i don't even like fully remember the first time i played it i like remember who i was i actually looked back at my text messages to see when i played it and i found it it was, it was in 2018 right when i bought it from the local bookstore but it was so i just didn't have a good time doing it maybe i rolled like crap that game and just didn't like it i'm not sure we, we liked it so much we just literally and that night after playing it bought all of them <laughs> yeah they're so good they it's so much fun every player so far that we've seen is fun different and fun and themed even ones i thought i wouldn't like yeah like last like last night i was like oh i'm gonna play the samurai i don't generally love samurai characters and i was like i'll play barbarian i don't really like being a barbarian usually like a tank it's just like a beef stick but both they were great (laughs) both had a lot of fun doing it It barbarian had some questionable themes a lot of healing which i don't feel like a barbarian barbarian should heal yeah but but it was still very different than anything else we've seen but yeah like we could have been playing this for five years and don't make that mistake i <laughs> i was like this game wasn't any fun let's not play it and so yeah definitely wrong so i'm glad that we finally played it again and completely changed 
my mind. This was a hard pass before playing it last week or the week before, whenever we played it again for the first time. Before I dive in to like how this game kind of looks and plays, I want to address one more thing as well. This game came out in 2018 for a season one. In that same year, they came out with season two. Season two. Which I only had season one. Yep. And season two is drastically different artistic wise. Yes. And layout. Very sim. Everything else is the same. Like gameplay. I mean, everything. you actually can play season one worth season two. It doesn't matter. The characters aren't better. They're not worse. They just look better. Holy cow. Season two is prettier. So much. And it's not even just the art and how everything has a design and has life to it. But. I think it's simpler in the sense that when I played Barbarian from season one, and we'll get to this, uh, we had the early season one, and I'll just I'll uh, round back to that in just a moment. But in the early versions, it was like they're just blank. Yeah, the cards Solid are colors. either red or blue, depending on when you can play them. Still, they still have the same like main phase, instance, rolling stuff like that. And, but in all the art, not not the art, I apologize. All of the symbol, there's no symbols. Yeah. On any of the cards, on any of the boards. It's very it's just bland. It'll tell you like the symbol of like what dice you need for the rolls, but for all of the wording and all the effects, it just has names, which you just have to know. Yeah. But in the new ones, they have instead of just being like, do this fireball, it'll it'll show you a symbol of the fireball dice, and you're like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. It sounds I, it sounds so small, but it actually makes a huge difference. I spent a stupid amount of time today before recording this trying to figure out what happened between season one and season two. It's the same people. It's yep. Roxley produced them both, which, like we said, it's a Roxley game. Same artist. Same artist, same de- game developers. They came out the same year, but they are, other than the fact that they're playable, they're t- completely different games almost. Yeah. And I don't know what happened within a year time frame that changed it so much that they changed all the art, all the boxes. They have custom game trays that fit everything. Yeah. And the, it's made for sleeves. Made, yeah, fits sleeves. Like, I just don't, I don't understand what happened within that year, but I'm so glad whatever happened, happened. did happen because it's so much better. And like, they knew it too, because season two came out with all the new art. And then they did re-rolls. So all the season one characters got a new skin. Re-released. Yeah, re-released with the new style, the new art, the new board, uh, the new game trays and everything. But the cards are the same. So yep. my old season one is playable still. Yeah. It just is not fun to look at. <laughs> uh, if you're If you're shopping around, you'll notice that if you see Dice Throne season one re-rolled, that's why. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that it's the newer version. Yeah, we I did a lot of looking because mine has six people in it. And so we were looking. It's like, do we need, like, should we get all the six people again? And so we did a lot of searching to see, like, are the cards different? Are is there gameplays that yeah, are different? Yeah, they're just art. And they're just better art, so. So I what I think I'll do is just get the ones I play and have fun with. Yeah. Like I know uh we played I played the Paladin and I like that one a lot. So I might get that set. Yeah. It's nice that they come just two in a That's, piece. I was gonna talk about that. Like so you can get the battle chest, which they call it, which comes with like six or I guess it's all of them. Yeah, it comes all with eight. six or eight, depending. Yeah. 
It's all eight. So season one came with six, but then the battle chest had all eight. So yes, yeah, because there's two that weren't included in yep. the first season that they. So the added. battle chest comes with everyone, or you can buy two packs that you can literally can play the game with just a two pack. You don't yep. need a battle chest, which is so cool. Because like as I was searching and like looking online, I'm on Facebook and finding you know people talking about this game and Reddit, and they're like, well, I guess I'll just pick up you know gunslinger and samurai so i like those like, just to try it it's yeah. all, it's a cheat it's like it's 30 bucks 30 bucks for a two pack you can play it 1v1 yep or you can buy you know a battle chest that has all eight of them and whatnot but it's just really cool that you have the option to not buy them all it's also cool because you could you know have a group and each person buys you know their own two packs or whatever and then you have them all together kind of stuff like that it'd be a lot of different interactions yeah so I like that there's options to buy them as a pair instead of just buying the whole battle chest. Right. I I kind of wish you could buy them individually, but I guess it wouldn't make much sense. Yeah. I originally I was thinking that on too. Their, on their website, maybe like cuz there's a there's a shop dice throne website that Roxley has just for dice throne. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool if you could buy the individual hero Kind of like champions, how you can buy just just the one, the one champion. But I guess it doesn't really make sense, considering like you kind of need two to play the game. I wonder if that's going to change with, I and mean, we're not going to talk too much about it today because we don't, we haven't tried it yet. But the adventure mode, which I think is one player, also. Yep, there's a there's a one player. So I wonder if that will change in the future with adventure mode being so new still, that there might maybe you start buying just one person at a time. And totally lied to you in the beginning of this episode also. So apparently I just am not doing anything justice today. There is lore. Well, there is? Super hard to find. I just happened to look down at the rule book as we were sitting here, and there's lore on the front page of the rule book. Oh my gosh. Tell me. For thousands of years, the Mad King, not Mad King Ludwig, but a Mad King, has sat atop his high throne seeking a worthy challenger. Each year, he hosts a tournament of champions and the greatest prize the hero could ever want, the throne. So every year, apparently, they're hosting these tournaments. These, you know, eight champions are coming. The winner is becoming the king. That explains a lot because on the front of the box for Dice Throne Season 1 is a faceless king on a throne. Yeah. All right. Okay. But, like, usually when you search online, like, it's pretty easy to find lore or, like, who knew it was in the rule? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's not even on like the page. It's on the front of the rule book. So it's not even in like when you flip it open to see like the overviews and stuff. It's not there, but it's on the very front. It's in the part you think it's just the just artwork. And yeah. So over thousands of tournaments, the Mad King has never lost. Heroes come from all the corners of the globe, each with their own reasons for seeking supreme power. Will you be the one bold enough to take the throne? So I'm really curious if the adventure is you getting to the throne but it's the same that's the lore on you know the normal dice throne i know that dice throne adventures is like an actual big card board game uh and it says here that it takes up to two hours okay and it is one to four players so it's it's a thing because dice throne itself the game it's like maybe 15 20 minutes yeah i think i think they say 30 minutes and Maybe. Yeah. I think maybe the very first time we played it took 30, but it probably took 15 the next time because we were going pretty quick. If you, 
depends on your age, I guess, and yeah. how good you are at like these kind of games. But they're fast. But we played two player also, so we've That's only true. played one v one. We have not done a team. I played all six heroes when I played in 2018. How long did that take? I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember anything about the game other than not liking it. Fair enough. But so I'm sure that maybe that takes a little longer. But you start. They do a good job scaling. Uh, so they. 1v1 you each have 50 health if you have four players you play a team and it like tells you who you can like win the, the order of play and everything it's a combined health pool and then with a three player you only have 35 health so it helps scale the game to keep it when you open up a character pack i want to take a step uh step backwards when you open up this box you have your character sheet with those eight slots that you can upgrade you have a, a you have a dial and another dial <laughs> two dials that's basically health and combat power and unlike magic you start with 50 health in a one player game instead of 20. yep and then you have five dice like we said before unique to your character and the pack of 50 cards i like that that's it yeah well you have the little tokens too oh yeah and some some players i think they all have a I think they all a they all have at least a couple because uh, the barbarian only had three, but then your uh, was it the ninja or samurai, samurai had That's, thirty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had I, I think I had six different ones or something. It was crazy. I liked it in, in, in its simplicity because yeah. that's it. And you and you kind of just play by yourself, and you interact with each other by attacking. And sometimes you can give like, oh, you're poisoned, oh, you burn kind of thing. But I yeah. like that mostly. You're kind of just playing your own game dealing damage to the opponent yep. or healing yourself yeah there's some cards that interact but i'm never playing a card like on your board to make right. your attacks worse but the tokens do that like so with the samurai i kept shaming you so that made you have one, one less damage. damage when you attacked me and i could gain honor which made me do more damage to you so there's interactions with the tokens but yeah not with the cards for sure as far as gameplay goes, every card can be played during basically one of three turns because you get a phases. hand or yeah. phases. Yeah. You get a hand of four when you start. Yep. And that might change with more people too. I'd want to look before we we'll, play a we'll team. Con we'll consider this just yeah. to be a 1v1 rule set. <laughs> uh, it's because that's all we've done. But you get a hand of four. You start your turn by drawing a card and you gain a, a combat power, a CP. Everyone starts with two. So you get three at the start of your turn, very first turn. Combat points literally can be increased or decreased based on cards you play from your hand some have costs some are free and that's it yeah. so after your upkeep you play things during the main phase like magic the gathering <laughs> but then this is where i think things are different and i like this part there is a the roll phase yeah. which is split up into three like yahtzee <laughs> it, it's like yahtzee and there's offensive and they put a targeting phase, which I get it, because if you're playing with like four people, you have to like, you know, I am attacking you. Yep. You but, can't roll first and then decide who. Right. You have to announce your target. So in the offensive phase, you you roll all five of your dice, and you do that a couple times to get the the perfect combination, hopefully that you wanted. But then, if you have anything that boosts your attack, or if you have anything that makes you re-roll or do any form, sort of benefit or hinder for your opponent, you have to play it then. Yeah. You can only play cards then that can be played then. Yep. Yeah, the card will tell you that it's a an attack modifier card or, yeah. or defense modifying card, stuff like but that. But then after that, I like that the opponent gets to, to defend. Yeah. 
and I don't have any say normally. It's very rare. Some some say like, oh, you can play the opponent's defense, but yeah. generally it's you roll. Yep. And during your defensive role, that's when you can play your own defensive cards. Yep. And it was cool because so far they've been themed pretty well. So like as a samurai, I was attacking you back with like a back strike and stuff, which I felt like was pretty... The barbarian had some problems. Yeah. So it's cool because not just you don't just roll to block damage. Like some of them you like you can heal, you can prevent damage, or you yep. can hit them back. You can actually give them, you know, curses or burns or all yep. these different like, you know actions based on what you roll. So on the corner, there's like I think it's green. It's like the defense one. When you roll it, it tells you like, okay, look at the dice, and you don't get three rolls. You only get the one unless you played a special card. And it tells you, like, if you rolled a sword, deal one damage to your opponent. If you roll this, do prevent yeah. two damage. And so you just roll your dice and you do what it tells you it's to do. something to lessen the pain of yeah. being hit. And some don't have any block. Like, I think it was... the We played the... You played a, a poison guy. What was his name? The Shadow something? Shadow Thief? The or, Shadow Thief. Uh, I can't remember what his yeah. name was. And I, I think played, it was Shadow Thief, yeah. And I played that, like, Ember, that lady on fire, yeah. <laughs> the Pyromancer. Pyromancer. And we had no defense. Yeah, everything was just, I rolled. I never blocked anything. Never blocked. I never just, healed. I it just, was just hit you. You hit me. I hit you again. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, who could kill each other faster? Yeah, those were both very roguelike game. game. It was just like they both hit hard, and they came in a pack together. And then what's interesting is after the whole rolling phases, you get a main phase two. Yeah, like Magic the Gathering. It's true. But that's it. But in the second main phase, you don't draw a card. No. And you don't gain a CP. Uh, you can just play those cards that are playable in main phases. I have yet... There's got to be some strategy, but I've yet to do that. Maybe there's some heroes. Oh, I, I've played second main phase cards. Okay. Because it's like... I think I've played like ones that can draw more cards. Okay. Because I had, like, if I have, I don't remember who I was playing as. Maybe it was a samurai. I had a bunch of attack modifying cards. So I wanted to attack you because they all cost CP. So it, depending on what I rolled, I was going to do an attack modifier. But then I was like, eh, you know, I, I did one that's not a bunch of damage. I'm not going to try to modify this one. I'm going to spend my CP to, you know, draw more cards and do other things this turn. So I, I definitely played in the second main phase. And then finally, you can discard cards to get more CP. Yeah, and that, that's kind of a cool feature. So you only can have six in your hand. Well, at the end of your turn, you only can have six. You can draw more than six and then just have to either play or discard. Yep. Um, but yeah, if you discard, you get a CP for every card you discard, which is kind of cool. I wish there was an, another way, though. I wish you could spend CP, even if it was like two CP for a card, because it is lacking. I know the Paladin has a passive that says you can spend CP to draw. Yeah, I feel like when you were the Barbarian, you often had, had one card in your hand. I had six or seven CP, and, and everything in that deck cost like one or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting here like I have eight CP now, and... And I, on the other hand, had zero, and I had to wait two <laughs> you turns. Had four, you had four or five cards in your hand. Yeah, so I, yeah, that is true. There isn't... There is draw cards, so there's cards that you can just play that draws you two cards and stuff, but there's not not like a built-in mechanic yeah it might have to be more than two cp though i don't think so i think two cp for a card is already pretty valuable yeah i, I wonder if it's too valuable like 
two turns, you can just draw another card. Like, I don't know. But yeah, I, I do think that there should be a, a passive for more people that is the ability to draw more cards somehow. Because not many of the attacks draw cards either. I had, I've seen a few. It's like, oh, when you do this, you know, draw two, heal two, and then, you know, deal four damage or whatever it might be. But even if there was more attack, if everyone had an attack that could draw cards, that would help a lot too. It's it's interesting to me, interesting to me that they went to Marvel. Do you think they just did it to get on the hype bandwagon? It just has to be so expensive. Like that bandwagon's not cheap to jump on. But like, if you think about it, like Marvel Crisis Protocol, Marvel Champions, the height of the popularity. Uh, you have Disney owns Marvel, so you have like Marvel Villainous, Splendor. Yeah. All these games that are Marvel themed are coming out, and I have to wonder, like, is it expensive? Is it? Or do you think? Do you think Maybe Disney it's... takes a cut to get that name out there? to crush the market but is it crushing the market in any situation at least not in the board game market like i don't think the marvel villainous is you know destroying it's also not very good (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it's like destroying the normal villainous or any other board game out there there's a star wars villainous that just came out oh really I'll check that one out, maybe. I guess that makes sense. They're Disney now, too. I'm hoping it's better than the yeah. Marvel one. I The one thing I thought was really cool with the Marvel with Dice Throne, and I think, I guess, Villainous is the same way also, is that you can play the Marvel characters. So, like, I could have the Marvel. You can't play them together with the normal one. With what? In Villainous? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's a bummer. Well, in this game, you can. So, that's cool. So, that's like, cool. Black Widow can face the Paladin. Yeah. So it doesn't matter that it's a Marvel character. So I think that part's cool because it doesn't segment it off into a separate game. Marvel Splendor, which is the one that's the most crazy to me. It is weird. It's a complete separate game. <laughs> like it has nothing to do other than it it's like has Marvel Splendor? artwork. <laughs> yeah. The game about gems? Yeah. Collecting gems as a street marketer? I guess. I guess, I guess <laughs> Thanos is on it, so he's collecting the stones for I his guess, glove. I guess you could make a collect. It's kind of like Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> Splendor is even less like Yahtzee than Azul. <laughs> but if you look at the Marvel Battle Chest, it's actually eight characters. Because there's two on here I keep forgetting. Yeah, I think all the Battle Chests are eight characters, right? Yeah. But that, uh, what's interesting, though, is when I look at this, it's missing key people. Yeah. Which tells me there's going to be a season two. <laughs> season two of Marvel. Which the one thing they haven't done yet is they haven't released. So the, they first came out with a four pack. Yep. They had like Loki, Spider-Man. It's Loki, Black Panther. Nope. Black Panther's in a set. I don't remember now. The original four pack that came together, you can't buy in the two packs yet. I'm sure you can in the future, but like Black Widow and Doctor Strange is is together and then Black Panther and Captain Marvel are in a two pack also. Are you sure Loki wasn't in the four pack? Loki's in the four pack. And then Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Scarlet Witch. Oh, Scarlet Witch and Thor. Okay. But so those don't have two packs yet. Interesting. Yet. I I, I mean, I'm sure, like I said, they're probably going to come out with them in two packs. They have a battle chest for all of them. Yeah. But if you don't want to buy the battle chest and you want to buy two at a time, 
ten dollars for the metal chest or thirty bucks a time might I mean depends on what your weekly, monthly, annually, whatever board game budget you have, you maybe it's easier to it, buy two at a time. I do like that you can play Doctor Strange versus Samurai. That was one of the things I asked when we first started looking at the two packs was that can I play Black Widow against you know any of the original season ones or twos which is great because like Black Widow and Doctor Strange are some of my favorites so it's nice that they're together I mean they're not my most favorite but they're up there I'm happy they can because going back to Villainous I was really bummed when you couldn't yeah I was really surprised that you can't my buddy who owns all the Villainous games loves them I uh, don't know why I like them a lot. I know you like them, and I, I just think don't the problem get it. is you've only played it with a couple people, like two. When you play in a group of like six, I played up to. I think I played four as my max. I played. You gotta play with better people. I just. I, we haven't played. We have not played that. But I just every time I just don't want. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe I like Disney a lot. So I like Disney too. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to like. They've been wrong a lot today. I've, I've been wrong a lot today. <laughs> I've been wrong about this game, obviously. So, but the problem with like. Marvel Villainous is it has a dumb mechanic where there's an event every character in Villainous has like their own event deck yeah but in Marvel Villainous there's one event deck that everyone oh. shares and you draw from it and it could affect everybody or it could affect only one person like the person who drew it or like a, it doesn't say a hero like it's got like a symbol and only, okay. it'll say like only affects Iron Man or something got it and it's a bummer because it is a bummer you could draw it and it could hurt you <laughs> I feel like the adventure deck and that's one of the coolest parts of the game is that you have your own and it's themed. Yep. I There's remember like with deck. Hook, it's like, you know, and the event Lost Boys bad. and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually like the hero. Yep. And you can be like, oh, I'm like, oh man, Captain Hook's getting ahead. I hope I can like pick this up. Oh, I got Peter Pan. Yeah. Aha, I'm going to block this off. It adds a fun interaction. Not in Marvel. In fact, it makes that game slow. Interesting. I wonder why. I have a lot of questions on why today. It's slow. Like, what changed in 2018 that made season one and two so much different? And why did Villainous change? I mean, Villainous has a lot of sets out, like, before Marvel. Yeah, they, they came out with a Pixar one not too long ago. And so I was really surprised that they decided to change it to make it a, a standalone game. I don't know. But that's what worries me about the Star Wars one. Yeah, I'm if sure. It's, if it's the same, I'm going to be so bummed. So I want to be able to play with all of them together. Yeah, it'd be funny. It would be, and that's what I mean. That's what you're really Hades, cool about. Hades, Scar, the Queen of Hearts, and Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> Darth Maul, which is the unfortunate villain from. <laughs> he should have lasted. He should have lasted two movies. Let's just throw that out there. The fact that Qui Gon and and Darth Maul both die in Phantom Menace. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. it came out in the early 2000s, and it's your own fault. But. <laughs> They're both such great people, such great hero or villain, and they both. And obviously, they couldn't have lived off three because they weren't in the originals. But, like, they should have lived longer. And Jar Jar Banks never should have existed. When we watched all the Star Wars during COVID, my wife had never seen them, or never seen them all for sure, but maybe she saw one all the way through or something. So I was doing a lot of research, like, what order should we watch them? Did you watch them in which way, actually? I'm curious now. We watched them in chronological. Really? So started with episode one. But, like, the one I found that was the most exciting was the machete. I think it was the machete order. And it's you just don't watch episode one because it's trash. Yeah, you don't need it. And nothing matters. 
and you just start with episode two and then you watch all the rest of them in the same order yep <laughs> and then it's like the, the guy who came up with it he's like he did that i think with his wife or whatever and after watching you know all the movies she asked he asked who is jar jar banks and he's like she's like i don't i don't know like who because he's Perfect. only in it for like five minutes of episode two yeah and so like you don't need to know him and there's like the minute that that perfect there's uh i think it was on youtube but there was a guy who cut all of the star wars movies together to make like a really perfect plot oh weird. of the first it was the it's the first three movies he cuts them to make it one movie interesting and it flows really well that's cool when we also watched all the Marvel movies, just because we had a lot of time during COVID. Ooh, that's a lot of time. Yeah. Um, well, we couldn't go anywhere. And at one point, I remember that they talking about like, because like they're mostly like in or like they they tell you like you can find out what order you should watch them and stuff. But like Thanos's snap affects so many of the movies. But like you don't like you don't know like in Ant Man, you don't know that's what happened. It just like this crazy thing happens yep. and like all, all of a sudden all these people are gone and so someone on youtube made i think there was nine movies so like as he snapped it like it had like probably five minutes of the movies and it was like before and after like in all real time as thanos is snapping and all the other movies that things were happening that's cool it's like oh marvel should have explained that better <laughs> that's cool but it was a cool little youtube video because people are way more creative than I am, for sure. That's not true. We have a podcast. <laughs> it's true, but everyone has a podcast. That talks guy. about Dice Throne. Oh, is that what? Yeah, I guess that is what we're talking about. Uh, there is no Star Wars in Dice Throne yet. Yet. Uh, but Marvel's there, so hopefully. Uh, that's a shoe in now. Yeah, I mean, that's the next Disney IP. Oh my IP. gosh, if Marvel's in, maybe they'll make Disney Dice Throne. Yeah, I mean, they should. Gosh, that's amazing. I'm, I'm going to skip the strategy portion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you can pick your hero. I think it's really cool because... It's just fun. It's just fun. You roll the dice and you are, you know, deciding which ones to keep and which ones to re-roll for your three attempts. And, like, deciding, you know, it's something that push your luck. There are times that you don't roll right. It's rare because, like... Most of them have like a something, something like, oh, you only got two of these and two of those. Like, okay, that can fall into here. They do a good job of balancing it. But I mean, there was, I think there was two or three turns last night when we played with Samurai that I did nothing. In fairness, two of those is because I made you did change. You did change my dice on your stupid cards because you had stuff. And I said, I'll change that. Yeah, that is true. And you're like, well, I can't do nothing now. Yeah, I said, perfect. But so, I mean, you just, yeah, you're rolling the dice. I think it's, the the part that I thought was the most weird is that the ultimate, the the five of a kind. The Yahtzee. The Yahtzee, the Yam Slam, whatever you want to call it, is it's only the sixes. I think it's a six for everyone. It's only the six. It's, yeah. So, I, I rolled five of a kind last night, and I was like, yeah, five, oh, I rolled five fives. Which, it, I mean, it still did something good, but, like, it wasn't, wasn't ultimate good. I think the reasoning is in every die and every sheet, you actually get a little statistic chart, which I think is so nice. It kind of tells you like what each of the numbers are and like the odds, but every six is only that. Yeah. But meanwhile, there are some dice that one, twos and threes are all the same or something, which is so yeah, like sure that it can't be a one, two or three, 
but like even if you roll five ones like i feel like if, if the num and that's the cool part too so there are symbols on all the different faces but then they also have the number and some of the things like when you upgrade a power which we haven't really talked too much about yet but when you upgrade a power it might say if you roll four of a kind and then it says four numbers of a kind yeah you get a bonus so like even though you rolled four sh swords but i rolled ones twos and threes like it doesn't give me a bonus because the numbers are different so like last night you're like four of a kind yeah unblockable and then i'm like uh eh, those numbers are all different you're like oh i didn't realize that i was like oh no you're right yeah so that's really cool that they play on both the icon and the number right that's, yeah, it's something we forgot to discuss because the cards in your hand can't just interact with the dice, it can interact with the board. Yeah, I think almost, I mean, maybe not the passives, but not every not every hero even, the even has, uh, they upgraded the, passives? The okay. Paladin's passive I could upgrade. Okay. I don't think I've played any, oh, the Samurai had a passive. Yep. But I don't, that's the only one I've played you so You can even upgrade the defend, the, yeah. the defense. And it's cool, so like, there's level ones, which are on the board, everyone has level ones. And then level twos and some have level threes not all of them some of them are only upgradable once yep and they tell you how much cp but then so i can go from level one to level three yep it just costs you know three cp or something off the bat when if you do level, level two. two first it costs two cp but then the you just have to pay the difference when you upgrade to yep. a three so you only pay you you pay the same amount but you could potentially, you know, get a few turns that maybe you're rolling a level two. And they always make them better. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen one that made it worse. <laughs> I hope not. It'd be weird if it did. Some some are minute. Yeah, some are very small. But, I mean, others are massive. Because I had one that was like, oh, I get one more damage. That's cool. But then I had another one, which is the one you were talking about, where it's like, oh, if you happen to roll, you need four swords for it. But if you happen to get four swords of the same number, it's unblockable. Yeah. And I was like, that's way better. Yeah. And then like mine for my, I upgraded my def my defensive spot yesterday. And instead of rolling three dice, I had to roll four dice. It didn't change what the outcomes were of the dice. So like- That's so much better. It, like I still did, you know, the sword still attacked you back or whatnot, but it did take away- so with the samurai, if you don't roll, I believe it's Forward the fives, six. the fives and the sixes. Five and six. You get shame as even on your defense. So that, that's how you can give yourself shame. You brought shame upon your family you for not that. blocking. But yeah, as soon as you upgraded it, that part doesn't exist anymore, which is kind of cool. With the upgrades, the turns, the drawing, the dice. This is not. This is not magic. <laughs> <laughs> Not Magic the Gathering at all. There's a lot of other games I would have and related this to. I feel like the part, a lot of times people will kind of skim through or like things happen in the same order just because, you know, that's what happens. This happens, then this, then this. I feel like they do a great job, but you have to read. You have to read. You have to read them all because it will I've say. Been, I've been at fault for that. It'll say like, then do this. If this happens, do that and then do this. And so it's like, it's not just damage, effects, reroll. Like, right. it depends on what the card says. So it might be, I give you shame and then I hit you harder or whatever. Read. Yeah. So it, it does a great job saying thens and ifs. And some of the damage is blockable, some is not. Yep. So you do have to, so like, if it's just, if it's unblockable, you don't roll your defense, defense dice. You just skip it. But yeah, so it does a really good job, but you do have to read because the cards. 
each power doesn't act the exact same with the ifs and the thens the ons and the ors stuff so you do kind of have to look through and you know make sure you read it from top to bottom to make sure you're doing it in the right order so what are your what are your final thoughts on i i I... so in 2018 this game like i said hard pass for me but i why i don't know i just feel like i didn't give it played with i played i've played games with them before and i played with them since I just don't know. Like, I don't know why I didn't. In fairness, I think we only played it one time, uh, which I would strongly recommend someone not playing a game just once to make sure that they like or dislike it. I agree. Um, I mean, you should play it a few times. I mean, if that's at a game store or whatever. Especially like, if you own it. If you own it, at least play it like one player, two, three. Yeah. It was just, yeah. Like, I owned it and they, you asked to play it before and I was just like, eh. Let's play something else because I'd rather have played so many other things. But this game is so much fun. It's simple but complex. The upgrade system is really cool. The cards are, are great. The box is awesome. The artwork is great. I mean, what's your rating? I feel as though I'm a little biased because of how much we've played it. In the near future, we will be playing a lot in the near. We future. will be playing in the near future, <laughs> but how much we've already played it in the past? I guess I don't even know what the correct recently. Recently, that's a good word. <laughs> um, <laughs> we played this game a lot recently. We've talked about it every day that we haven't, even the days that we haven't played it. We've you know been sending messages about it and stuff. Like it's on my table right now. Like interesting, but I feel like looking at it big picture like it's a must own it's it's on your shelf maybe not all of them i don't think one person needs you know to buy all 20 plus characters that are out there right now but i think you should have two packs of this you should have at least four characters i think it's a on your shelf for at least four of them how about you i am in a similar boat uh, spoiler, I'm going to rate it on the shelf. I think this... Now, I don't put it on the table uh, for... The only reason I don't have it as put on the table is because it doesn't fit every scenario for me. Like, I can't play this game by myself. You can't with the adventure pack. That's its own game. It's, it's I can't play... If I buy, like, 16 of these, <laughs> if I have every character, I still can't play it. Yeah. So for that, you know, it has some downfalls to me. Yeah, I would agree. And that's why I think I'm on the shelf also. But I think I also need to play it with four and six a few more times right. before. I want to try like the 2v2. Yeah, the 2v2, the King of the Hill looks like really cool. And that's so it's like cool. those are what will put a game on the table because it doesn't matter if you have one. I mean, one would be best case scenario, but two to six. That's like that that it. keeps a game on a table for me. I love it when a game can play more and more people and it actually has rules instead of just being like, eh, everyone just fights each other. Yeah. It give it has a whole page of just like how can you fight different people and do you do teams or do you want to do free for all? And I think that's awesome. But what, I, what what wins this for me is the fact that they did something beautiful. They took yeah. a game, Yahtzee. 
And they said, how can we make this? And Magic the Gathering. No, no, no. no. Okay, stop that. <laughs> they took a game like Yahtzee and said, how can we make this fun? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yahtzee is actually my wife's favorite game. Yeah, Yahtzee is fun. But it just... They said, how can we make this better? Different. How can we make this but different? The same. Because if you are uh, a child and you go on family trips or you're at your family game nights and you guys are playing Yahtzee, this is an amazing game, right? From like a 10-year-old playing Yahtzee to like a 12-year-old wanting to play something more. This is amazing. Yeah. And it's a great family game. And it's a great, you know, friends game like us. Like, I am having a blast with it just because it's so refreshing. Yeah. It's different. It's not the same deck-building game that just keeps getting released. Yeah, it's not a deck-building. It's not... I mean, it's a little bit of an engine-building, I guess, technically, because you make your attacks better, it's but... It's fast. It's fast-paced. It's... Yeah. It's... It's really interesting. Because, because the game isn't very... Because it's not very... Uh, what's the word? Like, recently. Oh. <laughs> Nope, not re- not recently. <laughs> I Luckily, just I just that learned one. that word. <laughs> uh, it's not very interchangeable right now because every deck, every character, hero, every pack is the same. It's hard for me to to bump it up to a like on the table. Yeah. So I take a game like Marvel Champions. I think Marvel Champions is on the table. I think that game is amazing, and it's I you heard my top five. I rated it very highly. So. When it, when it comes to a game like that, because you can change every hero and make them so different, that's why I put that one so high. But this game, it lacks that. But at the same time, I think that's why I put this on my shelf. Exactly. I, no, I, I agree don't with want, you. Like, just like we don't, we don't want a net deck and magic anymore. We're not going to tournaments. We're not doing the crazy magic grinds anymore. It's like something about building decks is so much fun which is what champions was able to provide but at the same time this just grabbing the deck and playing or with unmatched which is surprising because a lot of people when i was reading like through reddit and stuff compared this to unmatched Mm. there's no dice and unmatched decks make sense but yeah the decks and you play 1v1 and they're all you know those same decks like those games i think have a special spot because I don't have to buy boosters. I don't have to buy, I don't have to, you know, net deck to be able to keep playing. Like even with Marvel, like if we wanted to go and play somewhere with crisis or champions, like other than just at a local game store, lantern games, obviously. (laughs) But I mean, if we wanted to go and play, like we would get killed quickly. (laughs) No, because champions is co-op. Yeah, but we probably want to do as well as, like, I mean, we would be the guy at the blackjack table telling the dealer to hit us, and everyone else is staring at you, like, why did you just hit when you had 19 or whatever? <laughs> like, I feel like we're not helping the odds of the table in champions as we would, you know, back in our days of being more competitive. And, like, I, that's why I really enjoyed this one and enjoyed Unmatched so much, too. It's just, like... I grab Bigfoot, I grab Bigfoot's deck, <laughs> and I punch Little Red. <laughs> you, you hit the T-Rex. Yeah, I'm punching a T-Rex, and I'm running away. And it's like this. Like, the characters are so themed that it's fast-paced. Like, as Bigfoot, like, you don't want to be seen, so you have a lot of moving actions and stuff. Like, 
I, I like the fact that I can't buy upgradable cards and you know make my deck better. I and by the same time I get it, like building those champion decks was so much fun. It it, it adds it's it adds us it adds a sense of self-reflection in every deck because I don't net deck anymore, right? Because back in Magic, we were very competitive. But when it comes to, like... Back when we played competitive Magic, it wasn't called net decking. It was... Yeah, it was something dumb. Like, but, looking at the table next to us because the internet wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, Like, but, think about Magic today. Like... Just go on the internet and search... The you just go on the internet and... Finals yeah. And see what won. What won the final, okay? 200 bucks, buy the deck. Done. Let's and go. you play it. Like, that Maybe. wasn't a thing. No. Like, I had to play with the people, like, in our local game store and, like, try to see what cards were better than the ones I had. Go on eBay and see what was expensive. But there wasn't even, like, an eBay then. eBay was around then. Hardly. It was sketchy back then. (laughs) It was sketchy back then. But, like, there wasn't. The internet wasn't the same in the early 2000s. I mean, I had a Nokia brick phone that you could play Snake on, but like, I, I wasn't gonna call Magic I had a and say what singular which... phone. If you remember that, <laughs> and it had um, oh, what was it? It was a weird space game. It wasn't like Space Invaders no. type of game. Oh my gosh, it was it was different. Uh, I'm getting off track. <laughs> but... Do you remember calling the movie theaters time? Yeah, yeah, that was such you a call a number and it would you tell just, you the it was time. a constant rolling like time of every movie every day. You just sit there and listen to your movie and the, oh, that those are the times. And you'd be like, oh, it is playing today at six o'clock. Yeah, or calling time to see what time it was. Dude, it was no, like I that wasn't a cell that. phone. That was a house phone thing. You that. could call. There was a number that I think it was like people called it calling time, or uh, and you it would just tell you the current time when you called. Oh, I it. don't remember what it was anymore. Star something where you could. It was a callback. Oh, like star is sixty seven or sixty nine or and it would just call back if the a number. Phone rings and you missed you. it. You could dial it. And it would call it back. And then they that was before caller ID, obviously. And then there was one you could block it. Like there was a number you could dial first, so they couldn't call you back. We're old. Have you ever had a house phone after being in your parents' house? I had a house phone when we first moved into our apartments. So, as soon as I moved out, moved. I out. had a cell phone, but we also we had no. like Vonage home phone. Remember because... Magic Jack? Oh yeah. Oof, <laughs> we're getting way off track. Yeah, I had a house phone. I had a Petoskey number for some reason because that was the closest number they could give me. So like, my parents <laughs> calling me from Traverse City was long distance, and that was the thing back then too. So that was super annoying. Back to Dice Throne. <laughs> I recommend it. I, I, I rate it high. I same as you. I like the simplicity. Like I said, it's refreshing. I wish there was some more complex parts, but at the same time, they'd probably ruin it. So yeah. I think it's actually perfect the way it is. I'm excited to see adventures and see how that plays. If and then hope, I mean, like they've characters. done everything else, more characters, but also new adventures will probably come out. Only thing I change? Only thing I change, other than the whole, like I'd pay CP to draw cards. It'd be cool if they added more cards. It would be cool if the cards Just were standard size. You know what? I change it all back. <laughs> I want that one. I wish they were a standard American size. No, they are standard American. You I'm want sorry. them standard. You want them standard. Not these weird uh, American size. 57 by... I yeah. can't remember what I, I have. I have boxes of sleeves because I have so many sleeves throughout my life. doesn't fit. I can't use these sleeves on these cards. I don't remember the size it is. I One thing I would you. love to see is that being that this is a Roxley game, 
I want, we haven't talked about it yet too much. 59 but by 91. Oh, mil- no, that's millimeters. Um, that 7 by 89. All of these have came out on Kickstarter first. Wow, a lot of Roxley games. A lot of Roxley games. I think all of them that are on their website, but like all the dice, like Marvel, Kickstarter, all of these battle chests were on Kickstarter. Was Reroll Kickstarter? Probably. I, I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah. So it's really, it's cool. And then we were kind of talking about it like before we started recording that once a game, you know, is start, a company is doing well, like Roxley, like you can kickstart it without much concern. Like obviously they could still just take your money. You never get anything. It's like level of safety. There's a level of safety when you see Roxley or Pandasaurus games or something. Another company that uses Kickstarter a lot that you like. This game it'll probably be delayed or whatever, but it will come out, which is nice to know. I, I always assume that kickstarting games is going to be forever. We, my wife, kickstarted her our first thing ever, and it happened to be a game. Um, and I like said, well, it might ship like next March or something. And she goes, what do you mean it might? I was like, we might never get a game ever or it might come out five years later. And she was like, like wait, what? what? <laughs> like, we didn't like, we gave him our money. We sure did. <laughs> but we don't know for sure that we're going to get it. I mean, we'll I trust. Yeah. I, and that one, I'm sure that we'll get like, it was funded in 90 minutes as one of like the super popular ones. So like, I'm sure that that will happen, but when it, I've never been failed with board games i've been i went actually i don't think there's any of them i've never had any that failed i mean there's super long delays like oh my gosh i'm still waiting on one that i did in 2019 yeah but it's not their fault it's literally stuck on a freighter in the middle of the ocean that's really the one thing that did the upside i I won't say them out loud because i don't want to call them out yet but like yet i i kick-started the game it looked like it'd be a lot of fun then they had the game at Gen Con that people could pick up and buy and bring home with them. I don't have my game yet. I didn't go to Gen Con. I wish I would have. I wouldn't have bought it because I, I already game? paid it. What? Do I know the game? Did probably. You tell me? I, mean, I probably did at some point. So but like, they had copies of it. Like, they posted on Instagram, like, here are all these sweet games that people wanted to pick up. But you couldn't pick up your Kickstarter game there. And they still haven't shipped them yet. They still haven't shipped them yet. And so it's like, come on. I gave you money before. I pre-ordered this, technically. Are they the same editions? Like same yeah. Six? Oh, my God. I mean, and there might have been, like, the deluxe kick- versions or something that maybe are different, but... No Kickstarter exclusives, hopefully. I don't I don't think... Yeah, they weren't selling anything. Which is not even a thing anymore. Not really. But I was just like, come on. Give it to the people who gave you money beforehand. For at least close to first like shipped in the same time or something but yeah uh, but we're talking about kickstarter with roxley um a game that we're going to talk about later in the season radlands which is one that was kickstarted and mm-hmm. was same. same company and it's a ton of fun we'll talk about it you know future season two but they have these cards that i don't remember what they called them but it's like in the deluxe game it's like these cards don't need sleeves like they advert, like they're advertising that you don't need they're them. Thicker. They're thicker. They're like a PVC. It feels amazing. They feel so great. <laughs> I want. I mean, definitely Roxley. I, <laughs> I don't want. Like I don't even need them. Like at first, like oh, I like I want to put sleeves on them, but then I was like, oh, I don't need. Like they feel it's so nice. I don't need sleeves. But that's a Roxley game. This yeah, is a Roxley is. game. 
But Radlands is new. Radlands is new. It like just came out. Marvel is newer. Came out last month. <laughs> um, so I would love to see that that might be. And I obviously am not like buying the gunslinger again, again or something, or like buying her deck. But like, I, I hope that there's an option to buy those really cool cards. I don't know because I think it comes down to popularity, which is interesting because. You know, they came out with other games like Brass, Birmingham. Yep. Um, but when I look at, like, their series of other games, they often will have an expansion. Almost all of them do. And, but none of them really have extras. Except for Dicethrone has, like, their own website. Probably because it's so popular. It's their biggest. Biggest seller. Franchise for uh, in their game, I would think. And then you have uh, Radlands, which just came out. But even Radlands is the first one I've seen that has like, oh, you could have Radlands or you can get this like sweet deluxe edition with playmats yeah. and everything else. And I'm like, why? But they so hard with it. The weird I mean, Radlands, I mean, they haven't they actually have said that they're not making new cards for so it, sad. which is sad. I mean, hopefully they just come up with a new game with the exact same stuff that just I don't know. I wonder why. I don't know. It's the same artist as of uh, Dice Throne. I almost said Game of Thrones, but Dice Throne. Game of Dice. Uh, same artists <laughs> and stuff. So, I mean, you can tell when you're looking at them. But I was trying to look at what they call the cards, but I failed to look it up quick enough. Well, at the end of the day, I am happy we played Dice Throne, and I am happy that I picked them all up. <laughs> Literally, we went up to the shelf, I we was... went up to the counter, and bought all of the ones we didn't have. I was had the first six. Yeah. I was really surprised on how fun it was again. And that just is to my point that we said, like, don't play a game just one time. Like, play it a few times. With real friends. Play with different people <laughs> and, like, see what it is to, like, make sure. Especially if you have a game store, you know, like Lantern, that has all the Dice Thrones in stock that you can play. For free. Just walk For in. free. Like, they have Radlands also. They have so many. They have Brass. They have all these games from Roxley. We played theirs. Yeah, we played all, we played all of theirs. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's like, just go and figure them out. Play them. Figure out what you want. Play it more than one time. Maybe you can't in the same day. This one is pretty quick. You probably could get two games in pretty easily, but... And the owner, Jake, taught us how to play. Yeah. Like a few minutes. Yeah. Pretty simple so game. And his key, his one key was, you know, make sure you are reading the thens and the ifs <laughs> he's the and the ands and ors. Like, read the card. And then he walked away and we immediately was like, hey, Jake, this one says or. He goes, does it say or then? <laughs> it says or. Then you do it or. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> you, you did explain that. But yeah, check them out. Play. Play them, play a few of the heroes, the fighters, I don't, I guess, champions, whatever they're calling them. Play them, figure out which ones you want. I highly recommend that you have, you know, four of them at least on your shelf. Or if you want, get a battle chest and get all eight from a season. Sure, it's cheaper. Yeah, you save money by doing it for you sure. Get a sweet box that holds them all. It is a sweet box that holds them all. Big though. It is big, which is fine. I mean, shelves have spots for big games. The part that is a little bummer with the battle chest is only one side has it's, it looks like Faces. a book, so like the other sides look like pages. Oh, really? so you literally can only put it on your shelf one way, one way, which is eh. kind of a bummer. But with the game trays, it doesn't matter; they fit so nicely. You could do whatever you want with the box, and nothing's gonna happen. But it's true. It is a bummer that you can't put it. 
you can't stack them in different ways because of the box art. But but you also can buy the box, the battle chest separate. It's we found of, it's thirty bucks. For thirty just bucks that for box. just the box. But the cool. I wonder if they're blank. I wonder if you can buy a blank one. So like once you have eight of your own characters, no just buy a box that holds eight. Like the battle chest shows all eight characters from season one or season two. But maybe you don't. Maybe they have a blank one. But yeah, that's about all I have for uh, for Dice Throne. That's all I got. You can find our page on Instagram at instagram.com slash where is the rulebook or email us at where is the rulebook at gmail.com. And don't forget to like or subscribe on however you're listening to us today. Give us any sort of ranking, any words in there, help us. And just let us know the favorite game that you've kickstarted. Or tell us what you had for lunch or dinner. I don't care. Joe doesn't care. We're going to look at them. We're going to laugh. But if you put something in there, it helps us in the rankings so other people find us. Uh, And like I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, this episode and all of season two will be sponsored by Lantern Games, a local game store in Traverse City, Michigan. They do have an amazing website. They do ship uh, for lantern.games is their website, which is super cool. It's not a .com. I think it's really cool. It's a .games. Also from their website, or if you go into the store, if you use the discount code RULEBOOK, you will receive 10% off, and that includes online purchases or, like I said, in-store purchases. So you can check out their website. You can uh, get a game sent to you or some magic cards or whatever else you might be looking for, and you get to save 10% by using the discount code RULEBOOK. Um, but I think all of these games that we've talked about, all the games that we're going to talk about are owned by either Joe or myself, or in many cases, both of us. Uh, so they're not sponsored game reviews or anything. And last but not least, huge shout out to John Ransom for making our theme song. And if you liked our theme song as much as we both do, check out Jack Pine uh, for more music with John is slapping bass for them. Um, And check out their newest album, Embers, on Spotify streaming today. Thanks for playing.